Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage intentionally giving without any expectation of return. And I think that was the kind of point for me where I kind of understood that how can we invest in influence in a way that actually pays off in spades. How can you influence your clients and give without the expectation of getting anything in return? It's disassociating yourself from what can I get out of this? And truly coming from a place of service, that influence, it is helpful, but we're not leading with, I'm trying to get something from this relationship. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income, and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, and joined, as always, on Thursdays by my fabulous co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? Almost every Thursday, but given a number of... Almost every Thursday. (laughs) Given given it's been holidays and a number of solo episodes you've been doing with your 30 and 30 challenge. Oh my goodness, that feels like ages ago now. That was funny when you stopped and thought then, I was like, oh my goodness, what is he going to say? Like, he doesn't like being my co-host. It's amazing what went through my mind in such a short amount of time. I love being your co-host. It's <laughs> Well, it's thank you. I look forward to every week, almost every week, around other commitments, of course. And we get, look, we get to explore on this podcast so many interesting topics. Absolutely. And I really enjoyed putting today's episode together. Last week, we talked about how to be more deliberate in your influence. And today we're going to talk about how to create more influence with your clients. And we had a really, really great conversation as we were preparing for this episode in talking about the different ways that as clients, we've been influenced and not just us influencing our clients. And we're going to talk a little bit about what those scenarios looked like. But really, I think the biggest takeaway or the biggest part of what we want to get across is that when we're creating influence with our clients, that this is something that happens over and above what you've been paid to deliver. So as a client, sort of the, let's say the contract or the expectation is someone will pay you for a product or a service and you, you know, deliver on that. But with influence, we're talking about something that is over and above that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think, you know, what is influence? I mean, you know, influence is the ability to <laughs> influence. I need a thesaurus handy. A thesaurus. 
Going to change perspectives, I guess, you know, positively impact way that you know they view the relationship with you more favorably than they did before. Yeah. Well, the actual meaning is the capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. So that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that we can introduce into our business that, you know, systematically and deliberately do that. Now, interestingly enough, when we were talking off air and, you know, certainly some of our listeners will know that I've been in and out of a whole bunch of different networking groups over the course of my business career. And I attended a couple of BNI meetings this week, face-to-face one for the first time in ages. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, you know, I guess, connections and stuff like that. And take me back to, I guess, a core belief of, or core value of, of BNI is this, this idea of givers gain. Mm-hmm. Right? And when I first joined that organization, the first time around back in, I don't know, 2005, 2006, whenever it was, was a long time ago now. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what that actually meant. Mm-hmm. Right? What is this idea of if we give something to other people, what do we mean by how do I gain it? And I always viewed it in the context of potentially, you know, an exchange, mm-hmm. a very deliberate exchange. I give you something and you give something back to me, mm-hmm. right? Which is probably the sort of core thing of it. But one thing I discovered very early on, you know, as I did, I'd, you know, walk up and down the aisle and I'd deliver my 60 second pitch each week and mm-hmm. I'd see people glaze over and some people pay attention. <laughs> but it was really when I kind of started to change my mindset around, intentionally giving without any expectation of return, which is a very Mm -hmm. difficult thing to disassociate. It is. How much I actually got in return Mm. as a result Mm -hmm. of that. And I think that was the kind of point for me where I kind of understood that how can we invest in influence Mm -hmm. in a way that actually pays off in spades. Totally. Well, when you think about it, for most people, one of their best sources of referrals is usually the clients that they already have. So when you're thinking about influence from that perspective, if you're able to help your clients not just achieve an outcome, but to really feel seen, heard, valued, understood, cared for, then you are actually influencing, for most people, what would be their largest referral partners essentially absolutely i mean i think you know if you come back to all the ways that you've been influenced and i think we you know we can learn so much from you know just by paying a little bit more attention you know for example one of my coaches that i've known for a long long time we were in a in a meeting once and he and he asked you know genuinely he said well what can i what can i do for you this week and i joked as i am Known to do from time. Oh, joking is something that I've never heard you do, Tim. Hyde. I know, like I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's difficult to understand when you know I'm clearly the most serious person you've ever met, Sam. Oh my I'm goodness! So out, of, so out of character, isn't it? Oh, right. And I joked. I said, you know, Michael, I'd, you know, I could go a foot massage right about now so what can i do for you what i really want is a foot massage <laughs> what i really love is a foot massage and i wasn't expecting anything all right because i was joking i just kind of was a bit of a throwaway line but a couple of days later i got a i can't recall a call from one of michael's team or, or something 
but they'd actually gone and looked up, gone out of his way, asked a bunch of people in Canberra where a really good massage joint was and gone and found and booked and paid for a foot massage for me. That is brilliant. That is so good. And they would just call into a kind of range of time in my calendar that would work, right? No expectation of return, mm. which was the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And probably, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks, maybe 80 bucks worth of investment on Michael's part. But really interesting way. And like, I mean, I've told this story to lots of people, of course. But, you know, as a measure of influence, I now, as we you know, move the needle, I now view Michael very differently than perhaps I did before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that's happened to you as well, hasn't it? It absolutely has. And I've got to say, you and I met in that particular community and I had some awesome interactions, I guess, with Michael as well. Such a, He really, really understands influence. But the first thing that came to my mind was having an onboarding call with actually with a different coach. It was probably, gosh, almost 10 years ago now. And we had our onboarding call and we we're talking about certain topics. And a couple of weeks later, I had five books turn up on my doorstep that were all specifically related to what we were talking about in that session. And it was just so awesome, again, without any expectation of just to get these books and not just to have the books as a gift, but to know she'd really heard me. That was the piece that made it so special of, oh my goodness, this is exactly what we were talking about. So she hasn't just, you know, grabbed any five books. She's looked back and said, what were we talking about? And, you know, given a gift that directly related to our conversation. And I think that made that gift so amazing is that, you know, we really felt valued. And I think that's what I can take away from your, you know, with Michael really listening to you. Yeah. I mean, even, even my flippantness, but you're you're right. You know, there's intention and whether it's an intentional gifting strategy that you're going to put into your business and, and just being a bit slower about going faster if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But being more deliberate and going, okay, I, I need to really demonstrate that I care about my customers. And it's not just an exchange of dollars for services. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What else am I doing? Right? You know, record down what the name of their dog is or the breed of their dog that keeps jumping over them during Zoom calls, right? Record mm-hmm. the name of their kids and ask, okay, I noticed that, you know, Sam had his rugby game on the weekend, first rugby game. How did he go, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually just changing that dynamic and actually being more more human. Totally, totally. The people in your world. I've got a client that refers quite a lot of new clients to me and she just referred three clients not that long ago and I'd seen on social media that she was talking about a particular book and she was saying it was one of the best books she's ever read and was recommending it for other people. And I went on Amazon and I found like a, a journal or a workbook that actually went with this particular book. So I grabbed a copy of it and sent it to her because I wanted to, A, thank her for the referral, but give her something that was directly related or to something that was significant or super important in her world. You gave me another example just off here again, you know, and we've all got a sort of myriad of emails that sort of pop into our inbox or you know, if it's not you on social media reading stuff, it's your team on social media doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And one of the strategies that, that I know you do, Sam, is actually go, well, hey, look, you know, I saw this source bottle email. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sort mm-hmm. of flick it over because I think this would be great for you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's kind of, it's not 
anything to do with services that you're providing, mm. you know, for the dollars you receive. It's again that just that little bit extra that shows that you really care about the people. Totally, because I want to see my clients succeed. So anything that I can do, you know, and that's a super easy thing. I go through the source bottle email every day. So if I see something that is directly related or would, you know, I think one of my clients would be perfect for, I always flick them the link and say, you know, I think this would be great for you. Let me know how you go. It's something that it doesn't take very many minutes of my day and it's something that adds value to my clients. Yeah. And if you're wondering what source bottle is and scratching your head and thinking, what is this gobbledygook? What's she talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Sam, we're talking about. Source Bottle is a, I guess, a, a kind of curated resource where journos go to find community exports, and they have a an email they send out saying, "I, I need a, an expert for this for quote or for this article or for yeah for this TV show or this yeah. this newspaper that normally tells you what the publication is." So yeah, there are a couple yeah. like that, but it's a really easy, you know, again, if you build it into your business process to actually then cultivate influence with your clients have a better relationship with them. Mm, Totally. So just to reiterate, how can you influence your clients and give without the expectation of getting anything in return? Sometimes you will get something in return, sometimes you won't. And you mentioned it perfectly at the beginning of this episode, Tim. It's disassociating yourself from what can I get out of this and truly coming from a place of service. You know, that influence, it does you know, it is helpful, but we're not leading with, I'm trying to get something from this relationship. Yep. If you ever find yourself in that position where you're going, what can I get from it? Stop right there. Totally. Take a breath, go have a bubble bath, give yourself some love. Cause that's <laughs> normally where it comes from. <laughs> normally from a lot of stress, <laughs> grab a glass of champagne and jump in a bubble bath. <laughs> Give yourself some love. <laughs> and if you don't have a bubble bath, right, just um, or, or don't have any bubbles for your bath, just write to us at Sam and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> right, and we will send you a bath bomb. <laughs> uh, I've really enjoyed this episode, Tim. I really enjoy this conversation of different ways that you've been influenced because I always like to hear other people's stories because it gives me ideas of, how can I make my people feel special? How can I help my clients feel special? Because I know as a client, I love to feel seen, heard, valued, understood. So I want my clients to also feel that. Yep. Of course, if you don't, this is not the right place for you. (laughs) Thanks for listening in today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone in your world so they can also get some value from it. And let us know if you've got any great experiences that you've had with people you've worked with or what you do for clients because i think that when we can learn what each other do you know it's nice it makes the world a a a nicer place (laughs) and on that note we're out thanks tim for joining me thanks Sam. and thank you for joining us and we'll catch you next tuesday for another episode of influence by design ciao Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.